Today we are chatting with Rosalinda. She's been in the trucking industry since 1991. She's a former owner-operator, and she currently trains. They call her the mother hen. With all of that, she's an experienced mother on the road having two children with her in the truck. Now let's get trucking. on the rig all right you want to go there coconati <laughs> Rosa, <laughs> rosalinda i was I'm gonna sorry. say something but i was like okay casper <laughs> <laughs> are you saying i'm translucent no pasty gangsta no i'm not definitely oh. pasty I've had, I've had cancer removed multiple this times is my from my pasty skin <laughs> i got her back this is my girl. Hey, she's I like a coconuts. She's a part co- coconut, too. I she's know. part well, of the coconut. The way I learned that terminology was from yeah. Rosa. I've Linda. never heard anybody else say it. That made me so proud. Because that's yeah. what I say all the time. Yeah, coconut. Yeah, I'm the coconut. Okay. All right. So, Rosalinda, thank you for joining us today. Can you tell us what got you started in the trucking industry? Wow. There's a lot of many reasons. I was actually running away. Actually, not should say running away. Um, the main reason why I went into trucking back in 91, um, my brother was actually a gunshot victim. Oh, wow. And we needed money to pay for his medical bills. Uh-huh. And my uncle was a truck driver, believe it or not, with Knight. Wow. And he tried to tell me, go into trucking. You'll help your mom out. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> you know, I was in my 30s then. And, um, you know, I finally got the courage to do that. And then, of course, at that same time, I was not in a very healthy relationship. And I'm like, two birds with one stone, let's do this. Yeah, let's get in the truck and go. <clears throat> yes, and that's exactly what I did. So I went to school. Um, I did start it out with Swift. I went through their program. And then I started driving. And who would you believe when I started driving, the person I was running away for was in the class. What? So you yes. both you both were in the same CEO same class? class? Wait, wait, wait. The the, the, oh the guy gosh. you were running away from? Yes. Oh, wow. Showed up. He goes, oh, I heard you're going to be a truck driver. Well, I'm coming with you. And I'm like, uh, no. no. I'm doing this to get away from <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, and I did express that. But I was like, okay. And I already told the people what was the situation. And they're like, you don't need to worry about it. You're going to go in your own truck. He's going to go in his own truck. There's no way he could follow you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And sure enough, you know, we went our own separate ways. And wow. So you, he, you came to Swift and he went somewhere else. <clears throat> yeah, he stayed with Swift too. Oh, gosh. Yes. He, He's still there. No, he is oh, not there. Okay. He is not there. So both of y'all started with the same, same company. company. Same training class. Yes. But I didn't know if the, back then in 91, did they have their own training class? Yeah, I they did. Yeah, they had the same uh, class and we both tested out. You know, it was, we were the same truck testing out and everything. And I'm like... Are you serious? Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> How does this happen? And I'm like, this. I'm going to prove it. I could do this. You know, I'm going to do this. And that was my encouragement to, you know, finish and graduate and be a truck driver. And I was off, you know, to a whole new world out there, which I totally love, 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 love. Yeah. I used it. I always say, they ask me what I do for a living. I say, I'm a pay tourist. Oh. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, yeah, Mardi Gras happens. I tell my DM, send me to Mardi Gras. <laughs> Spring break, send me to Florida. Those may be Fashion stories week, we don't want to get into. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I used it as my advantage to go places that I wanted to go, um, experience food, see things I wanted to see. And I wish they had Lyft and Uber back then. 
Oh my gosh, I would have been all over. Life changing. <laughs> oh yeah. This yeah. was in the 90s. Yes, this is the 90s. You were in your 30s in the 90s. Yes. You look amazing. Thank you. I truly thought you were in your 30s that now. coconut oil. <laughs> you coconuts look amazing. <laughs> well done. It's a coconut oil. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. I went from there, you know? Yeah. Now, before we started the show, you said even before you got into actually being a truck driver, you were already working at Swift, right? Yeah. Talk so, to us a little about that and how that transition took place. So I was working at Swift. I was working at um, permits and citations. So drivers who got citations or need to upgrade on permits, that was my responsibility to go through the trucks, not go in physically, but look in the system. When was the last time they either came in, got updated and stuff, or whoever got tickets to make sure we took care of them and so forth. Um, at that time, uh, Ron Riggs uh, worked there. Him and his wife were working they were both truckers, believe it or not, at that time. And then they came in the office. And he goes, Rosie, you should try truck driving, you know, because he knew my situation, where I was yeah. coming from. And he actually kind of gave me that bug, too. And I was like, I don't know, you know, that second guess. You know, I mean, I'm kind of tomboyish, but then, you know, I'm always with my nails, my makeup done, no matter where <laughs> I'm at, what am I doing. I'm always in fashion, <laughs> you know. And he was like, you could do it. So I went from working in the office and to be driving and he ended up being my driver manager which was the best i mean i remember his name he kept forever. me rolling yeah, yeah forever he kept me rolling he was like the best <coughs> driver manager i ever had don't get me wrong i like my jake and Enrique, <laughs> but he was on point because i um like the long hauls you know and i always gave him a day notice hey i'm gonna show up there a half a day early um, can you get me on my next run, please? And he will ask me for a favor. Hey, is this going to be a little miles, but, you know, I'll get you next time. Okay, no problem. Favor for a favor. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. And we just keep running that way. So That's awesome. So um, I'm a nail girl, too. You can't tell right now because I have physical therapy, and it hurts when I have my nails and they, they bend them. Yeah. So they're not on right now, but I'm a nail girl. I would love to know being the female out there and you have your nails done, I know you got to get them done every two to three weeks. How do you manage that? So funny. So back in the 90s, I used to make sure that I go back to Georgia to get my nails done at a nail tech. Because you had a... That's funny. And you're from Arizona. I'm from Arizona. So and you, you found, would go, them found somebody there. in Georgia. I found somebody in there. She was off the... Uh, Kim. Asian. Done my nails perfectly. Always, always. So I always make sure every three weeks I'll go there and get my nails now I'm here in town. My nail person comes to my house <laughs> <laughs> on Saturdays or Sundays when I'm off. Then you bring, you tell her, "Hey, meet me at the house." Yeah, this. I'll be there at the house. So we swap. You know, she come to the house. Um, I like going fishing and stuff. So I give her my catch, and I still pay her. So kind of a good little thing. Oh wow! So you go. So you're you like to fish? Any type of fish? Yeah. Yes. So then I'm an you, outdoors. Are you too. are you one of those catch and release folks? I am. Yeah, I am. But then you bring some stuff. What do you do? You ever eat the fish? I do sometimes if it's trout or bass. I like. I don't care too much for cat. Oh, love cat. Do yeah. you really? Oh Once in a while, if, they, if you know how to cook it, you know fry it good and stuff. Oh. I'll eat it. But yeah. Oh. But I just have look at it. You just look at a catfish and you think that fish should not be eaten. Oh, it tastes so good. You know what so it is? Good. I so think nasty. why I don't eat it is they make sounds. Yeah. They're squeaking, yeah. and I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to eat this thing. It's talking back to me. <laughs> but, but they're like sucker fish. But they're so good. So do you eat carp? 
No. It's just like a catfish, except it doesn't have whiskers and barbs. Oh, carp stain. I don't know what to tell you. Carp's disgusting. I don't Greasy. eat that. I don't but know what to tell you. You you don't have to tell me anything. I already know. Obviously, I don't know what to tell you. you. need it's to bad. try it. Catfish. Cat is good. Cat is good. You need to try it. Ugh. We just need to get you. I've tried it. At, uh, yeah. What's your favorite fish? Sea bass. Sea bass. Chilean sea bass. Oh, yeah. What about you? Mahi-mahi shark. Ooh, I do love yeah. some mahi-mahi. Yeah. That is good stuff. Yellowtail. And shark. I love shark. Like Ooh, shark, I love yeah. yellowtail. Mm-hmm. That's another good one. Yellowtail's good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swordfish. Ooh, swordfish is delish. I ate a lot of seafood. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Well, and you love to fish, so. What's the craziest thing you've ever caught? Wow. <laughs> like, you want to go there. Funny you should ask. So just this recently, this July, we went to Colorado. We go out for a week camping, and, like, uh, we're out there fishing. So I caught me a 20-pound, four-and-a-half-foot, bullhead uh, pikefish. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Off a lake, out of a lake? Out of a lake, yeah. Yeah, yeah out of a lake We're in, in colder climates. Oh, yeah? This yeah. thing had teeth like you wouldn't believe. Pike, they almost look kind of like uh, barracudas almost. Yes, long. they do. Yeah. Wow. And it was a fighter. It was a fighter. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. y'all eat it? No. Everybody goes, why didn't you eat it? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never had that. It's just, Northern Pike, yeah. Yeah, so it was it was kind of a scary thing. I have pictures of it and everything. And all the guys on the shore were like, we're out here for hours, and you've been out here for like 20 minutes, you know, and, and it took me like, a good... that's why I fish. Yeah, you know what? It <laughs> took me about 15, 25 minutes to catch that thing in. Oh, sure, 20 pounders. Yeah. My pole, actually, my pole went in the water. My husband dove in it to get my pole because it's hot pink. And he really knew it. <laughs> He's over there looking for my, I mean, he was in the water. I didn't even see his body. And he comes out, I got it. And my pole's bent down and everything. And he goes, go ahead, reel it in. I'm reeling it, fighting it in and stuff. And all these guys are like, that's my dream to catch. I've been out here for hours, two, three days, have not caught one. What did you put on it? And I'm like, uh, I can't tell you. you know, A piece of bread? No, it was <laughs> shrimp and bacon. Oh, Ooh. you got him with bacon. Shrimp wow. and bacon, yeah. It's my secret. Garlic and bacon with gar- with garlic. Look at her. She's all, garlic she's all spicing up the bait. Yeah. <laughs> she's ba- she's cooking before she even puts you eat, it in. You know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, those pikes get those northern pikes get big. Yeah. Mm, I, fi- I fish for them up on the Great Lakes, but yeah, they get they get big. Um, yeah, that was the biggest one I caught. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty. I'm not a fisher man, woman, whatever you, however you say it. I'm not a fisher person. I won't, I won't, I, like put, I won't put my bait on. I'll, don't ask me to put a worm on it. I will not do that. I'll put a shrimp, whatever, power bait. I'll cast it out. I'll reel it in. I will not take the hook out because I already got a really nasty bite one time from a catfish. They have little. It barbs. Yeah. 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 So it hurt. Yeah, I'm like do. this. Here you go. Catfish are disgusting. <laughs> Catch it. Yeah. And they get huge too in those yeah. big lakes. Mm-hmm. They sit down at the bottom and they just suck up all the garbage that comes it in. so good. <laughs> You're not a fisher, though. I'm not a fisher. See, you, you probably just say, I don't fish. Okay. Correct terminology. I don't fish. But you mountain bike. I do. And look at my hand for it. <laughs> look at my hand for it. <laughs> yeah. Tucked and roll. I tucked. Well, I didn't tuck. Oh, if she, I would have tucked, that would have been okay. But instead, I I fell. She and dove went. and slid. Yeah. Um, I did that once. Yeah. Bad things. Bad thing. So I'm still in therapy. The good news is you were with people. Yeah, my husband was there. My neighbor was there. But she yeah. bounced up like nothing had happened. That's the Latin in us. Yeah. <laughs> Icy. That's the outside of the coconut. 
Yeah. <laughs> or a heart outside. <laughs> oh, we know. We know. So your your um you had said your uncle was it your uncle was yes, a truck my driver. Uncle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm curious. Let's go back to that time. So you had your um you had the gunshot victim. Then you realize, hey, it's time for me to get over. I'm curious. What did the uncle say when you said, "All right, yeah, I'm going to be a truck driver"? What was his thoughts? He was. Um, he said I was always born to be a truck driver. <laughs> That's funny. Just because of my vitality, the way I think sometimes, you know, he goes, I'm, you know, I'm really hard outside, but really soft inside. <laughs> and he just was, you know, he goes, you could do it. And he goes, he asked me to team drive with him. And I'm like, no, you do flatbed. I didn't want to work that uh, hard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so he did flatbed. And then he still drives to this day still. So let's think back to 91. 91, you're a female out in this very, very predominantly male industry in the 90s. How was that? It was hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, women these days that have it or truck driving got it much easier than what I had, to be honest with you. I'm not saying I'm the only female out there, but it was very rare that you see so many females. Like when I'm driving on the freeway, I'm getting passed by another female truck driver. I look, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, at the gas station, fueling up, you know, I see all these females out there, you know, and I'm like, wow, there's so many. Back nice then, it was very, very, very rare. I mean, I mean, I could tell you some good stories, horror stories. I mean, just beyond. Um, I do have a CB radio on my truck, and the only reason why I have it is not to communicate with other people, but it's mainly my safety for weather or for traffic. Um, for weather, you turn it on when you're going through bad storms or you see something up ahead. Traffic, of course, you see the backup. You know, you turn your radio, hey, what lane we need to be in? You want to be prepared. You're always thinking ahead. You know, so that's when I turn my radio. Other than that, my radio is off. Back then, whew, they never wanted to turn it on. They had so much crap on it on 19. <laughs> 19 was the beyond the worst. It's the channel. Yes, it was <laughs> yeah. the channel. Now you turn it on, it's silence. Oh, really? I was shocked because uh, when I got or? my radio, my CB radio turned on, and I go, so it's still 19. He goes, oh, sweetie. He goes, you haven't drove in a while. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He goes, they're on 15, 5, 7, this. He was there. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Those channels were considered like more private. You're talking to someone. Hey, go to 5, I'll talk to you privately. But it really isn't private because everybody's going to switch to 5. Yeah. And then you hear the guy talking, yeah, my wife is cheating on me or so-so's <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> you know, or you just hear their complaints about it. It's like a drama on the road, you know. That's so awful. it was our broadcast back <laughs> then. So popper while driving. Funny. It was. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, wow. Like, did they say 5? Let me switch it. Yeah, yeah. everybody's switching <laughs> and everyone's listening and everybody will put their two cents in there. No, you should leave her, you know. <laughs> no, catch up and find I her. I was alone talking about this. Yeah. No, everybody and their mama was on there. So back then, 19 was the channel. And, of course, I have it on 19 when I was running to weather traffic. And then you can hear the crazy stuff. And sometimes if a trucker was passing you being a female, they will know your color of your truck, your number of your truck. And it was like, hey, I got you a little back then. It was a Swiffer. They go, yeah, Swiffer, you know, one, two, three. I got you right here. Let's meet up at the next truck stop. And I'm like, oh, man. And then I'm like, okay, this is not going to happen. I'm like, how much fuel do I got? <laughs> how much where further I can I go? go? Yeah, where do I need to stop at? You know, and I'll just keep going. If you're stuck in Texas, good luck. You're there forever. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Everybody knows. It I had a forever. trucker follow me from Arizona all the way to Louisiana. 
we're going the same way coincidentally probably but he literally made a point to let me know that he was there i have notes on my truck notes left on my truck at my step or on my windshield so he know he had to climb up and leave a note there wow you know so yeah we had a lot of creepers back then so it was very different compared to now now these men are scared to come to women (laughs) 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 i hate to say that because they like turned their head down when you walk by them yeah so it was pretty rough it's that younger generation right ryan they don't quite know how to talk to the ladies (laughs) see with that even said the men back then um, they will pull your pin, your fifth wheel pin. Oh. So if you're fueling up or if you're parked for the night, you will see your fifth wheel pin pulled. And then you pull off, and then there goes your trailer behind you. So with that even said, I always tell my students, from me being back in the days in the 90s to now, always do a courtesy pull. Pull, pull, pull. I don't care if you're fueling up or if you're at night transportation at the terminal or anywhere, rest stop, pull, pull, at the customer's pull. Do a courtesy pull. Just go a little bit and make sure you're still hooked up because you don't want to be out there looking like a fool, especially because we are women, and men do want to see some women fail. I hate to say it. And there's some men that give us a lot of encouragement, you know. There's which, good and bad. Yeah, there's the good and bad. So I always say, do a courtesy pull because yeah. you don't want to be out there looking stupid with my trailer back there, <laughs> you know. That's, un- wow, that's crazy. Wow. That's really crazy. So you started driving in the 90s, but I know you didn't stay with it. No. You took a time off or you went and worked somewhere else. Talk to us kind of about you got out, what you did, and then how you transitioned back in. Yeah. Well, I got out, went into the medical field. Um, reason why I went in was because of my brother. Um, he needed someone to be there taking care of him more. Um, with his, He was on life support at home. We cared for him at home. So I got into the medical field because of that cared for him and unfortunately my brother ended up passing away and then I was like well I got these skills let me just stay in it for a little while and it gave me a break from trucking you know but I ain't gonna lie I still missed it <laughs> it took me a long time to get used to sleeping in a regular bed <laughs> oh I bet <laughs> because you're used to I don't know the truck the sound you know yeah I could but see it that. took me a while and then you know I kind of liked it you know not being off the truck but then of course COVID happened and I was like well I don't know. I don't want to go back into the medical field. You know, it's just so much going on and you got the monkey pox and all this stuff. And I'm, I have lupus, so I have my immune systems, you know, I could catch anything. So I was like, let me just go back into trucking. So I went back into trucking and I really, my goal was this time's like, I'm going to train. I want to empower other women, teach them what I learned um, from me being in trucking. Because when I was starting there was things that I wasn't taught and I picked these things up and it made my drive better and helpful so when I wanted to teach these women I mean I was ready to teach them how to use the map now we got google maps (laughs) (laughs) you got gps everywhere oh my gosh I wish I had it back then yeah I was writing everything on the window on the side Uh the left side with a little uh crayon you know what exit and everything so it goes at night you know you can still see it oh yeah you know because i mean i mean we we have to read our maps you can give me a map yes yes yes. the city and you got to make sure your bridges and everything here just pushing google (laughs) i'm like what push the buttons and off you go yeah same with starting the truck (laughs) push the button button. push the damn button (laughs) (laughs) what movie is that from push the button push the damn button you got me Oh, you know. I failed. Miss Rock movie? is in there. Jackie Chan. Oh, oh Rush Hour? Yeah, it had to be Rush Hour. 
Yeah, that was a good movie too. It was a good movie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, that a really was, good movie. That was a good movie. Which is the first one. But we digress. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk saying. a little bit about more about uh, your desire to empower women, especially in trucking. I'm assuming that when you were trained, it was by a man in the truck after you got done with your CDL school. Yes, I went through four trainers, so. Oh. Yeah, nightmares. But, um, yes, it was a man. They didn't have a lot of women trainers. Mm. I mean, I, it was an experience, you know, for me to take it as a positive, not as a negative. I always say things that happen in our lives are never negative. It always has to turn around to a positive. You got to. Because it will eat you up and corrupt you inside. So that's something about me. I never say, oh, this happened to me, what I'm going to do. No, it's always where I'm going to grow from. How am I going to get from here to there? How am I going to make it better? And that was something I wanted to train and teach that to the women out there because I came from a really bad negative situation where I was trying to run away, and I had a lot against me with um, a relationship and my family with my brother. Yeah. And I didn't think there was a way out. And I did find a way out. Mm-hmm. You know, being a truck driver, I lived in my truck for three years. Literally lived in my truck for three years. And I was a single mom. You know, they weren't my biological kids, but there were my ex that I was trying to leave. It was his kids. You know, no one came and claimed them. And I'm like, okay, we're out of a relationship. Who's going to get these kids? You know? Yeah. But I'm not that person like, you know, kick them out. So I actually had them in my truck. Oh, wow. I homeschooled them in my truck. You know, we went everywhere and did everything. And I'm like, if I could do this, I know these other women can do it. They're probably in the same situation. Some people are scared to talk about uh, their past or what they're running away from and trying to get and succeed in life. And mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to do was train women. And I know a lot of them are in my situ- were in my situation. Sure. Right? And they are. Right. A lot of the ones that I've had, mm-hmm. um, I love every single one of them. I mean, I do see them as my child. <laughs> <laughs> they are younger, way younger than me, you know, and they still call me up, you know, to this day. Hey, Rosa, um, Zonar is doing this. <laughs> you know, I don't understand this, you know, or even if it's a family issue or something like that, or, or even for them to vent out to me, I will be that ear for them and try to give them some type of positive back or an answer instead of not doing nothing for them, you know? You created that bond with them. Yes, I did. Yes. And I am glad I have that bond. And they're in a group chat, too. So I have a group text chat. So they're always communicating with each other. And I check them on every Monday, every Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Have any of them come to you and said, hey, I want to train too because I want to give back as well. Because I know that even though there's a big big rise in the number of female drivers that are on the road, we still struggle to get get female trainers. And so you get get these women that come in and they want to learn. Yeah. They don't want to be in a truck with a man. They don't want to spend four weeks in there. And, and in fact, we don't even do that anymore here for, for safety reasons. And so these women sit and wait because we don't, have, because we don't have enough female trainers. I was waiting for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me. When I started, I'm like, so when can I come a trainer? When can I come a trainer? I was asking Amy, asking David, when can I come a trainer? They're like, Rosie, you've just been here two months. I'm like, well, how much longer? (laughs) I was like so eager. Like 60 days. And I'm like, I'm not a new, new driver. I'm just new to you all. You know, I go, but I know what I'm doing. And he goes, nope, you got to wait a while. You got to get this many miles. You got to be with us a year. Gave me the whole rundown. I'm like, that's forever. (laughs) Forever, you know. And it just happens. I think I was already with the company for a year. And um, 
I went to go get my load. I was going to go to Tucson, and my trailer wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is a time sensitive. It says don't be late. And I'm always an hour early, always an hour, 30 minutes early. And I was like, okay, let me see if I could get inside the doors. But, you know, the doors don't open inside until 7. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, I creeped around to the backside. <laughs> and then I got in, and I went in there, and I saw Dustin from the training um, uh-huh. program. Dustin Craig. Yes, Dustin Craig. And then uh, I go, hey, can you help me? And he was like, yeah. He was like, well, what is it? And I go, well, this trader's not here. And he goes, look at me. He goes, hold on a second. He goes, what's your driver code? He's all like, what's your truck number? He goes, wow, you got zero on your uh, smart safety drive. score, smart drive. And I go, he goes, why aren't you not a trainer? I go, hello. <laughs> I've been asking. I did. I told him that. He goes, really? He goes, we'll make this happen. I'm a believer making it happen. I go, you're my guy. Let's do this. He goes, let's set you all up. And, you know, instantly. Right there. Did he, did he get you a trailer? Yes, he did. <laughs> is this Dustin Craig? Yeah, Dustin Craig. Yeah, he got me a trailer and everything, and I was just like tickled. I said, man, I'm going to dance at your wedding, okay? I'm a good dancer. <laughs> so so you mean Dustin Craig made it happen for you, but Enrique couldn't. Yeah, Enrique Suave didn't have it. In Enrique the Suave. <laughs> Enrique Suave yeah. failed Rosalinda. Yeah. Enrique, if you're watching, shame on you. Enrique Next Suave, time. you know that's sticking. Oh, yeah. You he's know get, that's he's getting it for sure. Oh, I got these for all of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it, what's your goal then for your students when, when you train them and you're sending them out into the world, right? Like get out of the nest and fly on yes. your own in the truck. Bye-bye, what is, what is your goal for them when they leave your truck or your training philosophy that sticks with them as they, as they head out? Um, you know what, with all my students, if there's the ones that I feel like they could be a, a potential trainer, I tell them. I go, you know what, you have a lot of great skills. I see how you communicate back with me. You should be a trainer. Get your feet wet. Drive out there for at least three months, six months. And, you know, look into being training. You you got those skills. I let them know. Yeah. Um, and then when they leave my nest, I don't let them, if I don't feel comfortable. This is how I feel. If they're <laughs> not, if I don't feel them Comfortable driving next to my grandkids, my mom, any of my family and loved ones next to them in a rig. I'm sorry, you are not passing my class. Yeah. <laughs> You're that's not good. passing me. Yeah. You know, because that's how I got to look at it. Yeah. But once they're on their own, I want them to grow, to achieve, uh, to make the money that they're here for. That's what they're, that's why everybody comes to truck driving, is to make money. We're not here to uh, look cute in the truck. I mean, I know I do sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, but you got to, you know, want them to grow. I want them to carry on. Yeah. And, you know, even I even tell them, I go, remember, you don't always have to be a truck driver. You're with a big company where you could grow within. This is just a step. If you feel like a year, two years down the long run that, you know what, you're done the driving, you want to come and be a driver manager, go and ask your driver manager what's the steps to come in a driver manager. Yeah. There's so many places in this company yeah. that you can move up to. Absolutely. We don't know what your back skills are. You could be an accountant. I never knew that. Yeah. But you could probably get a job as an accountant. Mm-hmm. And I go, this is just a stepping stone. Now it's up to you to watch that next stone you step in. Yeah. You know, if it's going to be a solid move that you're going to do or not. And that's how I like to, I, I tell them that, physically tell them that. Great. You know, so you got to achieve, it's a business within a business. That's what I tell them. It's a business within a business. They gave you a truck. They're giving you all the obstacles and tools that you could achieve and make yourself better. And it's up to you to manage your business and to grow. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what I always tell them. They're like, you know what? I never see it that way. I go, yes, they're giving you these tools. They're giving you a truck. 
Um, if you don't have a place to live or stabilize, you can live in your truck. It has a refrigerator. You know, you could cook in your truck, but just don't cook fish or popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I go, you could make a life out of there. Make yeah. a life out of it and then move on. You know, you could get, be an owner-operator, you know, two years, three yeah. years down the road. I tell them that to probably two years, three years the most. Get to know the business first. Yes, you need to know the business first. Yeah. Um, as a company driver... Um, there's still a lot to know. You know, you got to do time management. You got to understand your fuel. You got to understand how many miles you got left or how long it's going to take you, you know, on your deliveries. Get get to that comfortable. What's going to be best for you? Are you going to be an early morning driver? Are you going to be a midday driver, banker driver? That's what I call them. <laughs> or you're going to be a night owl. Yeah. You know, you got to see what best fits for you. And if you found out that fit fits for you, then you let your DM, hey, you know what? I tried these different options, and they're not working for me. I feel that I'm a more of a night driver. Can you give me loads that can run at night? Then commit to it and keep it steady. That way you can have a functional life in the daytime. Right. Now, me, myself, I'm an early bird. I'm at early work bird at 3 o'clock. Yes, that's I mean, right. she's a fisherman. Hey, I'll tell you what. All of, the, all of the runners that I knew that, like, ran solid, did really good, earning a lot, they start early. Early. 3 a.m. Yes. And it's... You beat the traffic yep. in the morning. That's just how I feel. I beat the traffic. Um, they're going to be first in line to get unloaded, even if my appointment's not at 10, yep. 10 o'clock. Believe me, a cute little face, little Gatorade in my hand. <laughs> in I go. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what about uh, this? That's uh, hilarious. What about the pamphlet that you've, you've created for your students? So my pamphlet is just something I typed up um, for them to carry on. Like, they were like, Rosa, I don't know, what am I supposed to put? Arrive at shippers, consignees, and everything. Like so a I, cheat sheet. A little cheat like sheet, yes. Okay, like a little reference A little guide. reference yeah. thing. And I have that broken down to them. You know, this is what you need to do. Are you get, Are you picking up a load, or are they putting the load in the trailer? I mean, it's that simple. And yeah. this is what you're going to put. Now, are you dropping a load? Are you getting empty? Or are they doing a live unload? This is what you're going to push. You know? And that's how I kind I of broke that. it down for them. That's um, nice. Because... That you do forget once you're on your own, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. so you're panic a little well, bit. Yes. Until you get to know yeah. what you're doing, it's great to have those reference guides. It is, and they do pull it. And sometimes, yes, I get those calls, and they'll call me, hey, I'm over here at the shippers. What do I push? I go, hey, where are you at? What are you doing? Send me a screenshot and everything. You know, they'll screenshot it to me. Okay, this is what you're going to do. Okay, thank you. That's you awesome. know, or they're like, oh, <laughs> I don't even know how many of the students already called me about dropping their trailer. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to skip it. I thought it was stupid, but I dropped it, Rosa. How do I lift it? I go, the way you crank those things, you got to crank That's it the way up. You I go, it. roll that boat. <laughs> roll that boat. Roll the boat. And I go, put it in that slow speed, roll that boat all the way up. Yeah. Linda, have you seen this pamphlet? I have. I've, I've, Is that something we, you could, I mean, you could give to these new, coming, uh, new students coming out? Yeah, so it is. It's, it's impressive. I've, I've even seen the way she... She has a whole setup in the truck. Like, it's an experience just to hop as a newbie to hop into her oh. truck. Like, it's all set up, all decked out. Um, it's clean. Welcome. I feel, like, I feel like I'm going to Disneyland getting hey, in Of course, truck. you're going to go into the Wally World World. Here we go. Let's Wally World. <laughs> yeah, it's um, perfect. I mean, it is. It's an experience That's when cool. you walk in. There's a, there's a welcome huh. that, that's now, awaiting. It would be nice to replicate all students. I, I, I my thing know. is, I want to welcome them. I know them you can't, but yeah, to a new chapter of their life, their new oh, journey cool. in life. 
And I want them to feel that they're welcome because it's something scary. You're driving something big. Um, people may, some might have told you you can't do it. And I want to show them they can. You know, so I do. I My truck is super clean. I ain't going to lie. It is all red, all decked out. Yes, Dustin, red, 49 or red. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's night red. Yes, night red. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with the 49 or red. And, you know, and I have their name. I always ask them what's my student's first name, last name. And I say, welcome aboard. And I do have my port little symbol on it with the night and their name and stuff. And then I have a goodie bag on it's top of so their bunk cool. with That's a bunch cool. of snacks and everything. And I actually look for the shower bag. I cannot believe they're not selling them more at Walmart. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I've been looking them online. <laughs> so I've been trying to find a bag. It's a shower bag. It's the most handiest bag. You can put your soaps and everything all around it. And it, plus, it has a bunch of goodies and everything. It has a set of gloves in there for them. I get the little flashlight that we have, Night has. On there, of course, I got a cup of soups, some chips, some snacks, um, hand sanitizer, some wipes, some toilet paper. <laughs> You're talking about the female touch right there. I know. I know. Uh, let me tell you. You don't, I got, you don't get that to anybody else. It, it literally says welcome. Yeah. And it has the person's in there. name. Yeah, but to, to, to Rosalinda's point, it is, the, trucks are intimidating. They're it is. Big. Absolutely. And, and, to, and to be hauling a 40, 50 pound, a 50,000 pound load behind it. I mean, that's intimidating. Even when I did my ride along and the guy I was with was like, hey, you want to you want to try? Like, we can get to a side street and just try. I was like, heck no, I don't want to drive that. You could feel the weight. Like because it, 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 it just kind of freaks me out. Like, if something goes wrong, it would just be terrible. Yeah, they yeah. all freak out when they get that first heavy load, 78,000. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, like oh, I could feel it. It's pulling me back. And I go, that's okay. You got it. You got yeah. it. Let's just yeah. keep going. Keep going, you know. Yeah. Relax and you know, I, I always take a picture of my students when they first get in the truck, when they first drive, because they do drive the first day, but they're with me. Oh, gotta get wow. in the field. Yeah. Oh yeah, get uh, let's, get, let's get it wet. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> let's jump it. in. Let's jump in it. I'll drive the first um, half a day so they can see how I do. I show them how I would do it. I back up and show them how I would do it. Now backing would just be oh, terrifying. Backing is yeah, backing is the toughest thing for anybody. Yeah, new whatever. No Everybody's backing up. So I always show them, and I go, okay, now's your turn. They're like, I'm going to drive. I go, yeah, that's what you're here that's for. That's what you're here for. Let's do this. Hop in. They're like, oh, okay, where are we going? And I do local with my students first, and then I like to go over the road because I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to take them to California yeah. if I don't trust them driving all crazy, you know. So, yeah. But, yeah, they drive right off the back. Yeah, right off which the is back. a good thing. And they, they love, after a while, they're like, oh, I got this. Yeah, you make you, it sound, look, it's so your feet easy. Wet, right? yeah. And I do guide them when they start backing up. I'm like, right there. Yeah. All right, now, wax Kinda. off. Yeah. Wax <laughs> on. Yeah. I, well, I love that. So I got, um, I went on the pad a couple of weeks ago and just had to back up. Just, I, I think it's called number one, maneuver number one, I think is I what know. it we is. I don't know. We do 4590s or straight backs. It's a straight back. But you think, oh, just straight back, right? No, it just no, goes no, straight. No, 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 like that trailer, it just it wants to drift constantly. So you constantly got to move your wheels and move the wheel this way so that no, you don't hit no. it. Like it's pretty Serpentine. crazy. And that was empty. See, and I grew up, definitely not comparing the two, but I grew up hauling boats to the lake and backing boats in. And even backing boats in, especially when it's crowded at the lake, yes, it's terrifying. Like you just don't want to do anything wrong. You don't want to hit the dock. You don't want to hit the guy next to you. <laughs> And being at some of these shippers, when you pull in with a load and you got to back two in, trailers and right next there's to two each trailers, other. right? Or even, oh. or even at the truck stops when you're parking and For you're backing night. in. Yeah. I'm just like, no, thank you. Yeah, me either. 20 footers. Oh. 20 footers are the worst. 
they're the smaller they are, the harder they are. Really? And I always tell my students, remember, it's a snake. It's going to go wherever it wants to. You're in control. So remember, if it goes this way, you go slow. Go slow. And you're going to follow it back. Yeah. Chase it back. They yeah. always know that. I go serpentine, chase it back. Don't yeah. let it get in control of you. And that was the hardest thing, too. When I was looking, he says, you see your mirror? If it's going that way, you turn it that way. You watch your mirror. And if it's going in that mirror, then you turn it towards that mirror. And I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. No, that's 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 interesting. Because that, that's the stuff that when people get in the truck, I'm sure it probably scares them the most. Mm-hmm. Then when you're out on the road, even if you're if you're new and you're with your trainer and you got to back into a spot because they got to learn. Yeah, everyone's watching. watching. Everyone knows you're the new guy or the new girl. And, and they I won't go. move out your way. No, they're probably laughing. <laughs> they are. <laughs> They're like out there with their popcorn, like, oh, this is going to be interesting. She's a female. Let me see how she does it. All their yeah. curtains open up yes. and they watch It's like they sent you, like, oh, new female, new driver. They probably Newbie. announced it on Channel 5 or something. I know. I think they do because they're like, there was nobody here at the one time. I go, no, there wasn't. Now everyone's out there. Here. They, they know right away. Yeah, hey. CB channel number the five. They're with, talking. I'm like, well, can't you just pull through? He goes, yeah, but you're going to have to back, you're gonna have to learn how to back in eventually. Yeah, but just pull through. Like, yeah. they, they, I, I have my students do a pull through because yeah. if you do port, um, you go through some really tiny um, Tight stuff. Huh? Stuff, yeah. yeah. So I have them. They're, they're even scared to do the pull through than the backup. Well, because well, it looks like you're going to hit. Yes. Well, and then probably it's so yeah, wide. And, turn, yeah. and I, didn't, I didn't even think about that you're doing it for ports now because that's a whole nother beast that's with what you've totally got going on beast. in the ports. Well, yeah, with the ports because you drive right up to the containers. The crane comes Puts and it. takes it off, right off, and they'll tell you to keep going, you know, and then you pull up to the next one for them to put it on. When they put it on, I'm like, that thing's going to land on me. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to get squashed. You're looking like Yes. This. And I'm like, oh, please. Yes. Awesome. No, because you see it swinging like this. <laughs> You're like, oh, And Lord. it's just going, 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 and all of a sudden, oof. I'm like, oh, I live another day. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't hit me. I know. I'm like, I got this. You know, and then you pull through. And you're driving through because the crane's right here. It's real narrow. And it goes right here. And it reaches all the uh, containers, containers right there. Yeah. And it goes right. And you drive right by it. And it's literally just enough room. Probably three feet on each side. Yeah, that's, that's, that's scary, tight. too. That's and tight. then you go through. And there's people yeah. walking and, you know, that work there. And there's yeah. cars around there. And then it's just cause, chaos. Yeah. It, oh, it's well, a madhouse. The, the ports are, it's yeah. a whole new city. Oh, God. You go the, there, the ports is, that's it's a whole like the Emerald deal. City. You get there, you're like, wow, all these lights. That's a horse <laughs> of a different color. It is. <laughs> They're all different colors up there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's something different. So go ahead, Linda, if you got something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, you touched on just a little bit, and I, and I want to go back to it, because I think a lot of times, um, especially our female drivers, not that our males don't attempt to bond with their their family but um sometimes it's hard especially as a single mom um and you mentioned bringing the kids onto the truck and having to homeschool i would like to touch on that just a little bit because i know we do today have females maybe they're thinking of coming um onto a truck and and how even once they got off of your truck how do you how do you keep that mother son mother daughter relationship how do you keep that going yeah linda i don't think i I think that's a great way to put it because men by nature right of course they love their families but they feel like i got to be out there providing for my family right mom's at home taking care of the kiddos i'm out making sure i we're we're providing well when you're single you don't have that right And, and the mother 
a motherly instinct by nature, right, is to nurture, to love her children and to be there for them. Not that the dad doesn't love them, but it's, it's different. not the same as what a mother. You're doing all in one. Correct. And there is there is a lot of single fathers out there, too. I'll give you right. that. Because sure. I did yep. meet some of them out there with their kid, their owner ops. <clears throat> you know, they have their one child with them yeah. or their two. You know, and I was like, oh, you got your kids. It goes, yeah, you know, I communicate with them. I go, so do you have some good tips for cooking? He goes, I do, you know, and I go, oh, we could share some. I've had some, you know. Well, and that's another section, too, that I'd like to get into because when you're feeding yourself, it's one thing to go grab some junk and just give you something so that you can at least get through the day. But now as or to a mother, not eat at all. Or, or not eat at yeah. all. But yeah. now as a mother, you've got two kids that now you can't do that. They have to eat. Yeah. Whether or not you eat, they have to eat. And it's got to be decent food. Yeah. Pop, pop. And, and, they're, <laughs> and they're looking to you. Right. Yes. Because as a kid, their mother is everything, right? Right. Mother, mother takes care of everything for them. So let's then, go back to your children being on. And then back then, they didn't have all these fancy restaurants in the truck stops back then. I think the Iron Skillet was the biggest thing back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like, oh, Iron Skillet, you know, but no, it wasn't that because it's costly. Right. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I did have my rice cooker. Yeah. You know, which I dip my vegetables in there. I dip my rice in there. I'll make chicken. And then back then, we didn't have these fancy stuff now, too. You know, you have your your cup deal. to boil water in. Oh, yeah. You know, and you got to think of creative ways. And then they came out with the propane skillet. No, like, this is small. I could do this. So there I am. I felt like I was at home. I just needed my flip-flops or my little rolls. <laughs> <laughs> making chorizo, papas and eggs, making burritos, you know, feeding them. You know, that was a morning thing. And then if I did, I'll make a couple of extra, you know, burritos for the run, you know, because they do need to eat. Right. Um. There was this little, uh, it's like a lunchbox, and I had the burritos in there, so they stood warm all during the day, and they would just grab one and eat while they're in. If there was times, you know, I had time to kill, well, I'll go out there, pull it out, and make them dinner or something, you know. Wherever you are. Or we will cook while I was driving. In the crock pot. In the crock pot. That's cool. The crock pot, I love the crock pot. Yeah. I, I know the new crock pot, the one I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's one of my favorites, and I know the Instapot and all the all of those are great. Oh, you won one? Yeah, she did. Uh, she uh, driver won. appreciation. Oh my gosh, I awesome. won the chicken dinner. I won a lot. I was I was amazed. That's but, cool. But the crock pot, I love because I always tell the drivers, you wake up in the morning, and you throw whatever it is you're going to cook, and stick it in the crock pot, and turn it on and drive. Mm-hmm. And if you cook it on low, eight hours later, it's good. good. If you cook it on high, four hours later, it's good. And now you've got a great meal. Yeah. Hot roast. Yeah. Chicken enchilada. You name it. You really, everything you enjoy you the good life. Yeah. And I, even to this day, I use it. And I'll come home, and dinner's done. Because I'll come home getting out my truck. With your- my, yeah, my husband's like, what's for dinner? I go, I'm bringing it. Hold on. And it's not That's takeout. Funny. I'm only 10 miles away. <laughs> just simmer down. And it's down. not takeout. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so the so enchiladas is a big. coming home. Yeah. yeah. Come, walks in with the crock pot. With the crock pot already going. <laughs> I go awesome. in with my groceries in my truck and make sure everything's pre-cooked. And I just throw it all in there. I'm like, okay. Uh, California, six and a half hours. I got a night layover and it's, uh, three and a half hours, four hours back. I could do this. Okay. Put it in there. It's good. Wow. Now, how often in the ports, how often are you home? I'm home every other day. Oh, good. Oh, that's every nice. Every other day. And then, so on the kids, you said that some of those kids or a couple, I don't know if it was both or just one of those kids was actually your two. ex- uh, both. Okay, they both, both were. Yes. Do you, are you still in touch with them today? I am. They're adults now. 
Yeah. Uh, my oh, oldest sure. one is 32. The other one's 30. So so they stay in touch with you, huh? Yeah, they, I'm still in touch with them. You know, I mean, they're kids. It's not their fault or anything, you sure. know. Yeah. I'm still like I love their, it. their mother, you know. They see me as their mother and... You know, they call me, of course, for money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the mean so? Wait, turned off. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that doesn't change the older they get? No, no, that no sucks. it just gets worse. It gets Freak. more expensive. Yeah, they multiply. Yes, kids. they multiply out. That's what that's the thing what gets. happens. They multiply. Yes, they multiply. You talking about when they have kids? Yes. yes. Well, I thought you meant you just like they multiply as they grow. It's like that. They do that, that, that too. That dollar sign keeps going up. It does. That's, it Sometimes does. I just want to punch my boys in the face and be like, just get out of my house and don't ever come back. Oh, yeah. They'll get out. They'll be back. But they'll still call you. They got their number. Oh, they're like cockroaches. They just keep coming yeah. back. Yeah. They know and, where you live. And they bring <laughs> they bring their spouse. Yes. They bring oh, children. Yeah, like, no. I went from a family of four to now we're a family of nine. Yeah. Sounds like a, it sounds like Jim Updike's problem. <laughs> <laughs> we have one of those Updike kids here. <laughs> yeah they grow and then you gotta like carn it i thought it was done so probably but they probably learned some valuable lessons yeah looking watching you on the truck they but they don't realize it when they're young but as they get older thinking man my mom busted her tail for us and she still taught us school she still made sure we were being educated while she, she was earning us. a living for us and and those experiences that they have on that truck watching you you can't put a price tag on it. Can't put a price tag on it. No, you know what? I'm I'm very grateful I was able to do that. And you know what? They always say those are my best memories. I'm sure <laughs> I'm on the sure truck. They loved are, it. Yeah, yeah, because you know, we a lot of people live in Arizona, never leave Arizona. Mm-hmm. Never right. even stepped out. Never even go to Flagstaff. Yeah. Never been to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You know, and here they got that opportunity to go places. I yeah. love and it. that's something they're like, Oh, you remember mom? We went over here, we went to Florida, we went to the beach. You know, so those are childhood memories they're going to have. Well, I didn't even think about it that way. Like, you get to, hey, we're in Florida. Let's go. Yeah. While we're here, let's step out to the beach. Mm-hmm. Never even thought about Give them that. Experience. York, Give them saw, experiences, right? Yeah, yeah, New York, we went and saw the Christmas lights and lit oh, up. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. not everybody could say they went there and did that oh, as a yeah. child, you know? Yeah. So, that's I mean, cool. that's sort of experience. I mean, we even had a breakdown. We were on Alligator Alley. Um, I don't know if you know, it's in Florida. Uh-huh. Um, it's a pathway through Florida. Through the Everglades? Yes. Okay. We were broke down. and With the we, kids? With the kids. We were melting in the truck. Oh, oh my gosh. We were getting eaten up by mosquitoes and everything. Oh, yeah, Florida's And we were there for like that. almost a full day. And I was like, I'm done. I wanted to jump in the water, but there was a bunch of gators. <laughs> you know? And yeah. they're like, remember that one time we got eaten up by mosquitoes? And I was like, yeah, that's one memory I don't want to remember. <laughs> so... Give us some advice. Let's talk to the, the the women out there who are either currently driving or maybe interested in driving. What is some advice you would give them? As becoming a driver? Mm-hmm. Or, 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 or as a driver. A, as a driver. Um, let me see here. Becoming a driver, I think you got to be patient mm. your first year, first six months to a year. That's for new drivers, I would say. Be patient. Um, one for your pay, because you're learning. Um, you're gonna make a lot of mistakes, and just to let you know, everyone has made those mistakes. Yeah. And same with backing up. You're not gonna get it right offhand. Right. It takes time to get that down. Um, so patience is the big key on there, and just learn learn your skill, learn your skill. And for the older drivers out there, I want to say, you know, 
hey, keep on trucking with them. <laughs> you know, and Meet um, me on channel nineteen. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Or you can reach me at Mother Trucker Trainer at TikTok. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, the ones that are still training out there, I think sometimes because a lot of them are um single and stuff is um, get connections, get on Facebook, get on social media. There's so many women um, links out there that you can <clears throat> communicate and build a family bond of friendship because it does get lonely out there. Um, I was, you know, single for many of years being a truck driver female, and I didn't want to bond with anybody like as in relationship, but communicating, you know, sometimes we don't have that social skills yeah. of family and friends and it does get lonely. But I say get on social media. I mean, it is your friend. I hate to say it. There is some stuff out there, but it's up to you to make that decision what you want to communicate with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I know you're you're new to the TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. scene. Yeah. And so um, it's funny that you say, hey, sometimes that becomes your your friend because you get a, all these questions from these strangers who you don't know, um, but you kind of get to bond a little bit almost with I have. I've gotten, gotten a great bond with a, quite a bit of them. I have. I've met a lot of women out there. Um, it's weird. They will notice me at a truck stop, and I'm like, okay, I'm not that out there. But they're like, oh, I saw your video. And then I've met, actually, just yesterday uh, in Blythe. It was a, I ride a motorcycle, too. And My goodness. They were like, <laughs> they're like, hey, you ride a motorcycle. They ask me, I go, yeah. They go, look, we were just looking at your thing. And I'm like, oh, that is so cool. Uh, so they invited me to ride um, a ride with them. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. So I'm kind of excited to go riding with them, you know. So, you know, that's, that's really cool. just, you know, linking up and communicating with people. So is you your know? husband a, a biker too? He is, but he wrecked his motorcycle, so he cannot ride mine. <laughs> 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 that's awesome yeah he's, i'm gonna get one him now he him gets Christmas. to ride with you he rides in the back right bitch <laughs> i didn't want to say it <laughs> i didn't want to say it <laughs> that's awesome uh, yeah oh that's probably yeah i think um just reaching out to other people good yeah. hey i think that's great yeah i think it's great advice sure. all right one final question it's kind of it's kind of our it's kind of our staple question here on the show if you had the ear of every truck driver in America, male or female, what advice or thought or what would you say to them? I would say be courteous with other drivers. Ooh. Knowing that some of them might be new drivers, we all been there first. We all been a new driver at one time. And you guys know big companies were governor at 65. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be oh, nice. Yeah. If we're able to pass you, let us pass you. <laughs> That's like our big thing of the day. Yes, I passed the fast truck. <laughs> no, just be courteous. I just, I think being courteous and being understanding that we all started from ground zero learning how to drive. Yeah. Awesome. You know, and be friendly. You know, we're, a lot of us are out there for days, months, and don't even have family. Say hi. <laughs> say hi as you go by. Say hi. So I, I say that, you know, the Jeep, you got the, you know, you got, you got your steering wheel, you do the Jeep way, right? The two when you're doing the Jeep. And then if you're a motorcycle, you do out to the uh -huh, side, right? Out to the side. Where the, oh, it's a Jeep thing. Clearly. And a motorcycle thing. Um, but <laughs> we're the largest thing out there. Yes. Why is there not, it's a truck, it's so a semi you want, you thing. Want to do this? For no, large? that's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you got to have the, 
But why can't why can't we do a quick? You know what I we do? I thought it was this. I thought so, it was this. No, that's for the children. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's for I the children. It. No, so when I see another night coming, and it is a lot of the night drivers, we see each other from across the freeway. So you know we're you know aiming high, staring high. You know, we go like, you know, we wave, we wave at each other. You That's know? awesome. You know, and then when you're passing, you know, I get a little, you know, a little honk and they're like, you know. Yeah. But you could wave, you know, just it's a courteous thing. We're all out there doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, some people make more money than others, but still we're all you're doing all the out same there job. Doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's really just, it's a universal wave. There is no Jeep thing. It's just, you know. It totally is a Jeep no, thing. No, it is a Jeep thing. And yeah. it is a motorcycle. Well, you can only do the hey, Jeep thing for so long because after 40,000 miles, they break down anyway. So Because <laughs> they just eat every part? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, and the motorcycles, if you watch them, next time, yeah, next time you've got a I motorcycle, have seen that. they I have go seen down. That. That's yeah. what they're doing. They're I've waving always to wondered the, what they're doing. Yeah. That's cool. They're waving to the other bikers. Yeah, down. Very cool. Yeah, and the Jeeps are waving to the other Jeeps. Yeah. You just have to watch and, and see. But it's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty neat when Very you're cool. part of the, the club. Well, Rosa, thank you. Club. The secret club. Thanks for being here. Thank this you. was this was awesome, truly. Uh, very impressive. You as a single mother driving in a truck, the way that you persevered, survived, went into other stuff for your family, and then back into the truck, and now you're passing that all along to, to all these other women that are coming up in the industry, which is great. I think it's fantastic. So, well, and it's really awesome thank because you. you get to share those experiences with. The, the other females who may be struggling with the same thing, yep. which is really yes. great. Which I'm sure to your point earlier, there's probably a lot that are that just don't know how to talk about it or don't know what to do. And hopefully if they hear, they hear your words, it'll give them a little comfort and maybe a little nudge. And so. where, where are they going to find you at? We might as well give that in case they she need that ear. I know mother, mother trucker, trucker trainer. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on TikTok, but. Mother trucker trainer. trainer. TikTok. So My husband named me that. Really? And he calls me and goes, what's up, mother trucker? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hey. It's stuck. Yeah, and as long as our audience knows, there you have it. Mother <laughs> trucker trainer on TikTok. You can also follow us on TikTok, right? Yes. Every yeah. social media outlet, I think. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Instagram. All of it. Snap, Twitter, all of the above. Go find <laughs> us. Snap, Twitter. We're there. What is it? Twitter. The, just the Twitter. <laughs> the bird. What's the, what's the bird? That's the Twitter. The Twitter, yeah. <laughs> There's another one. All right, I'm making a mockery of myself, and, and, and so I apologize, but thank Age. you for being with us today. You're awesome. Go find us on social media. And what do we do, Linda? Keep on trucking. We enjoyed bringing this show to you, and we hope you had fun along the way, too. We're going 1010 for now, but you can catch us on the side on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Beyond the Rig and Drive Night. Until next time, be safe out there and keep trucking.